Hi, I'm recording while I'm driving, going down a windy canyon, so hopefully this will turn out okay. Um, it's June 18th. I feel like I've been really busy and haven't been thinking a lot about what I want to record, but um, generally things seem to be going pretty well. Uh, yeah, daughter is getting some good social time in, so are we. Our work is going well. Um, it's summer. Sometimes it's too hot. Uh, but yeah, things generally pretty good. Uh, last Friday night, my daughter went on a sleepover, quarantine style, I guess. Um, it was, I think, about six or seven kids. And it was an outdoor thing. I think they mostly slept on the trampoline. I don't think they were probably six feet apart. They were not sleeping together in tents or in a building. So, I don't know. I I was really excited she got to do it. She had tons of fun. She hardly slept and I think has only just now recovered from it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, I a little bit more interaction I'm feeling pretty comfortable with. Um, still the like no touching and being outside thing seems pretty crucial. And oh and then they the hosting family prepared food for them and it sounds like they were really careful about it. I at first was going to <clears throat> to have my daughter take all her own food and realized that wasn't too, that was okay. And, um, and then I texted with the parents and they were like, you know, uh, only someone's going, going to prepare the food. Nobody touches anything except for this one person, you know, the dad and, and then the dad will pass anyway, food to each other. Anyway, so that was good. Um, What else? Uh, oh, I did another ride down on the trails in a similar area as I was talking about um, last time. And I wore, I figured out the mask thing for myself a little better. Lots of people wearing masks, more than half maybe. Um, and so I figured out how to loop it around my ears and just have it down on my chin. So my chin didn't get sunburned at all. Um, and then if I was passing somebody that had a mask up, I put it up. It's a kind of a pain and awkward and seems kind of contrived, but <clears throat> one woman thanked me <laughs> and I happened to actually be wearing it before as I came around the corner. Um, so it looked to her like I had been, I didn't just put it up for her. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> felt like a small triumph or something. Um, and yeah, and then I was also wondering whether like after I passed somebody, if they could see from behind that I was reaching up to my face, like as soon as I got past them to pull it down, it 
so funny. Uh, so that was that. Um, and I got a new mask. A friend made my daughter and I masks and it's awesome. It, uh, has these nice kind of stretchy bands and beads on the band so you can just slide the bead along the band to tighten it on your head and it's organic cotton and I'm just really thankful for that and that just lives in my purse now when I'm not washing it <laughs> um, and so that's other kind of pandemic related stuff it sounds like the, well, I don't know. In our state, it sounds like things are staying pretty steady, not growing, maybe going down a little bit. The news is saying there are quite a few states where I think they're describing the numbers of new cases as spiking. I think Texas had the highest number of new cases just the other day. And the left-wing people say, um, you know, this is happening because they opened up again and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I think I think that's probably true. Um, and then the other thing that I'm hearing, which I've kind of been thinking, I've been hearing people say that, um, that it's not like, no, like, there's, that the media is describing things as, you know, we got this under control and now it's going crazy. A lot of people like healthcare workers and stuff are like, it never was under control. It's always just been steady. We never, it's never like it went down and it's going up again. It was flat. And that has been my, what I've been seeing when I've been looking at various graphs and numbers and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm glad that I'm hearing that out there and people are maybe aware of that. Um, I think they're expecting by the fall that maybe 200,000 people may be dead from this in the United States. Um, wondering about school, uh, my daughter's mountain bike high school mountain bike league it sounds like they're talking like it's gonna happen and that would start the first race would be the end of August and um, that's really exciting and encouraging uh, I'm, my husband and, our, and I are starting to talk about if school is open like they actually go to the building whether whether we'll let our daughter go. Uh, my first reaction is to hold her out for a couple weeks and kind of let everybody else that decides to let their kids go be the guinea pigs. I don't know. So, and that will just be crushing to her if they open up school and start having it and we say, no, no, not yet. Um, but that may be what happens. I also anticipate quite a few of our friends will take a similar approach. Maybe everybody. <laughs> Who knows? Um, what else? Uh, well, 
I think about my health a lot, maybe more than I should, um, and I don't know, still feeling pretty good, been feeling some more lung discomfort in the last few days, and I never really know what it's about, um, but generally I'm feeling okay, and I also am pretty confident that I don't know. I think I might do okay if I end up getting this thing. So I'm hopeful about that. Oh, and I stumbled upon a um, Fresh Air episode from, I think, a couple weeks ago. And the subject was a guy, the guy who was being interviewed, is somebody who became a doctor and then was diagnosed with a rare disease. I think it's called Castleman's disease. And he did a lot of research on himself and his own numbers. And I think it functions as something of a cancerous type growth um, where you're, I think your immune system's kind of like, kind of going overboard in some ways and weird stuff's growing in your body or happening related to that. And so one of his treatments at one point was just an insane chemotherapy that was just like totally barraged his whole body but kept him alive but was not going to be something that he could continue to do in any sort of indefinite way because the chemotherapy would kill him. So he <clears throat> did a bunch of research on himself and discovered that um, what was happening to him was related to the mTOR pathway, which is something that I think is connected to various cancers, and it is connected to the disease I have, LAM. Um, and you're to try to slow the progression of these diseases, I think you're trying to slow down mTOR. So I actually take some supplements to do that and eat in certain ways to do that. Um, anyway, so this guy figures this out and then he said, and then I looked up or found that there was this already FDA approved um, medicine for slowing down mTOR that was approved 30 years ago and it's called, well he pronounced it serolimus, I pronounce it serolimus. Funny thing, that's what I am on for my disease, for lamb. Um, so that was kind of interesting. So, <laughs> oh my god, I never really thought that I would be on some medication like chronically for the rest of my life a pharmaceutical. I'm somebody that does not <laughs> uh, does not partake of pharmaceuticals to maybe an extreme degree. Like the amount of times I've taken ibuprofen in my life is probably less than 20. And I'm almost 50. So I think that's pretty low. Like I, when I get a, I just don't, I don't, I don't take allergy meds. I don't take anything. I do a lot of herbal stuff. So anyway, I am very thankful 
that this pharmaceutical exists, and I think that they have their time and place. I mean, there's a lot of things that, a lot of reasons why people are alive today, thanks to this stuff. It's important to pay attention to the, what's the word? There's some word that's like the side effects, like iatrogenic or something, that like, the, it's like when the the side effects or whatever from this thing is worse than the actual, than, or is not outweighing the benefits or something. Sorry for that tangent. Anyway, another thing, this, so this gentleman on this Fresh Air show, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, uh, said now his organization, his foundation is, um, researching stuff having to do with COVID-19, and he said a lot of what people's bodies are really struggling with, with this, is actually has to do with how their immune system reacts, and it kind of freaks out, and the freaking out of the immune system, I think he used some term like cytokines or something, is actually what's hard on people's bodies. And so I'm kind of wondering whether the fact that I take this Sirolimus medication might actually help me because it is dampening down my immune system some. Um, It's also doing something to try to address my immune system. I think you would say overreacting or reacting wrong or something. So... I don't know. It's interesting. I wish I also wanted to get in touch with that guy and say, would you please now focus on lymphangioleomyomatosis, my disease? And because I would love to have there be more information about it. Uh, Oh, and that was a big theme of this program was that there are some diseases that are so rare, nobody's doing any research at all on it. Nobody really knows anything about them. And I think that that is true with what I have. So, anyway, I said this, but it's June 18th. I didn't crash, and I hope it sounds okay. Bye.